it's time for the Rutherford County High School Football Show. Today's show is brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, your hometown plastic surgeon that has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. The Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage. If you're buying, building, or refinancing your home in Rutherford County, give him a call at 615-596-2006. Garbison Construction, they have been impacting and investing in people's lives in Rutherford County for nearly three decades, providing quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on residential and commercial projects. And the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Remember, fans don't let fans drive drunk. And now, from Toots Restaurant in Murfreesboro, please welcome the hosts of the Rutherford County High School Football Show, Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Gould. Good morning and welcome to the Rutherford County High School Football Show. I'm Nick Gould and alongside me is Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale. We're here at Toots Restaurant on Broad Street in Murfreesboro to give you everything you need to know about high school football for all 11 teams here in Rutherford County. We started with 11, nine teams made the playoffs with three region champions, five made it to the second round, and now three are left in the third round. Today we'll recap all five Rutherford County games played last week and take a look at who advanced and who is out for the year. We will be announcing this week's Player of the Week and previewing next week's matchups, finishing up with our selected Rutherford County Game of the Week. We also have an interview with former Riverdale player and Murfreesboro Post sports writer Matt Sawyer. The Rutherford County High School Football Show is presented by Web Aesthetic, your hometown plastic surgeon who has been voted your favorite for the last several years. Dr. Webb and staff are honored to wish you a safe and successful football season. Eagleville traveled to Moore County to take on the undefeated 1A Region 5 champions. This was a tough opponent and likely a favorite to win the championship this year. Unfortunately, the Eagles could not get on the board, losing 35 to nothing. This Eagleville segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Honestly, there's not much to say about this one. Moore County is having an historic year. The way the Eagles fought at the end of the season to get to this point is remarkable in itself. I look forward to seeing them back on the field next year under head coach Floyd Walker. Yeah, it's a tough way to go out. Uh, you know, there's only one team happy in each classification, though when it all ends, whether you get beat in the first round or the the championship game. You know, for Eagle, you know, you just sometimes you tip your hat. Um, Moore County, really an outstanding team. Um, Coach White, Chris White does a great job there. His son is an unbelievable player. I mean, he's kind of one of those players, as they say, you've got a kid like that, you've got half the battle won, you know. And, um you know, obviously, Eagle just couldn't get anything going. And um, I know Coach Walker always emails his stats after games, win or loss, uh, Friday night. He sent in the score, and he goes, that's about all I got tonight, guys. So, um, you know, you hate losing your last game, but, you know, they had a, they had a really good year. They advanced. You know, it had been a, it'd been a a little bit since they'd won a game in the playoffs. So they not only got there, but they went on the road, a long road trip to West Carroll and dominated them. So 
you know, all in all, you know, they had to win their last two games to get in. Uh, so they've been in playoff mode for a long time. They just finally uh, met their match. Absolutely. And you talk about the road trip. I remember hearing uh, Coach Walker talking about it. You know, they stopped on the way to get something to eat and travel all that way. That, that's a fun experience for them to, to go all the way out there and not only win the game, but win big. Yeah. You know, uh, particularly for the senior class, you know, most of them, well, 99.9% of them won't be playing at the next level, if any of them, you know. They trade in their um, – the, the the neat thing about small schools is, you know, you trade in your football gear, now they're headed to basketball. Yep. And then they'll be headed to baseball or whatever. They have a pretty sport. good baseball team. And yeah, come I know, on. I know some of the guys are wrestling this, this yeah. winter. And um, they do well at that. we got some state champion wrestlers at Eagleville and – uh, some really really talented baseball players. Yeah, that's a, that's the beauty of the the small schools. They're, they they all play multiple sports. Got some three sport athletes in there. That work hard all all year, right? Absolutely. And that's your Eagleville segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Smyrna hosted Ravenwood but could not keep up, losing 38 to nine. The Smyrna segment is brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. The Bulldogs got on the board first with a field goal after a long pass completed to Jonathan Messer. Ravenwood came back with a few scores of their own, making it 24-3 at halftime. Smyrna answered late in the game with a deep ball from Austin Morris to Xavier Watkins, setting up a Dalen Sanders touchdown pass to Jonathan Messer. The two-point conversion failed, and the onside kick failed, basically ending the game there. Monty? Uh, you know... Going into this game, I think this was just a case where, you know, we talked about the two regions. The one that Ravenwood's in is a, was definitely all year a better region than um, Smyrna. Um, Smyrna's, um, and you know, you look at this early, early in that game. You know, you don't want to settle for a field goal there, but. They get down there to the five, and they immediately get a procedure penalty. So they ended up having to kick the field goal, and then Ravenwood answered right back on a long run on the first play from scrimmage. And really after that, you know, they, they dominated the game. Um, you know, they were the better team. They won the first matchup. I really thought um, Smyrna would play them closer than this, but Ravenwood – according, you know, to Coach uh, Hester, um, you know, played one of its better clean games of the year. And they got too much talent. When you, you catch them on a night where they're really good, you know, they're going to make uh, life miserable for you. But all that being said, we, you know, lest we forget, the, um, Laverne started the season 0-4. Yeah, you know, fair enough, yeah. <laughs> And uh, they not only they won seven games and not only made the playoffs, they beat it. They beat uh, a pretty solid independence team pretty oh, convincingly. Yeah. So you know, I think it's like I said, Coach Williams has been doing this a long time. You know, arguably the best coaching job he's done to keep those kids together, not only keep them together and keep them positive, but uh, coach them up, as they say. I mean, they, that team really, really improved as the year went on. Um, they'll have. They'll have quite a few players back, so, you know, I would expect good things out of them in the near future. 
Yeah, they, they've got some younger kids. I know Augustine, we talked about him on the defensive side of the ball. He's a junior. He'll be coming back next year. Um, I think some of their running backs are coming quarterback back. Is, quarterback is back, yeah. So they're um, they got they got good things ahead of them. Yeah. And a nice season. And that's your Smyrna segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. MTCS hosted FACS in what appears to be their final home game of the year. The Cougars cruise to another victory, doubling their opponents 56 to 28. This MTCS segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Quarterback Yates Guerin completed 2 of 5 for 11 yards, but he also carried the ball 15 times for 143 yards and 3 touchdowns. Mr. Football finalist Eli Wilson had 27 carries for 247 yards and 6 touchdowns, adding 1 reception for 9 yards. On defense, uh, Seth Harris led the team with 14 tackles and a fumble recovery. Brooks Jones had 11, and Owen White had 10. Garen and Wilson also <coughs> added interceptions on defense, and Jarek Reynolds was 8 for 8 on PATs. Although it's hard to tell from this lopsided score, MTCS played from behind with a scoreless first quarter, and the game was tied at half. Seems like a different Cougar team came out of the locker room after the half and finally shook off the rust from that bye week. Yeah, they did have the bye week. I think that had a little bit to do with it. And you meant six touchdowns. <laughs> now, either one of my fantasy league quarter, <laughs> running backs have scored six touchdowns this year. He does it in one game. So, you can see why he's a Mr. Football finalist. But, no, um, hey, you know, first Assembly Church, um, they uh, they won nine games this year. I mean, they, were, they weren't a joke by any stretch. Uh, they had scored... 56 points the week before, so that'll get your attention. I mean, they can put points on the board, but, you know, MTCS, they stay true to what they do, and uh, that's run the football. And so when your quarterback and your running back combine for eight touchdowns and 360-whatever-odds rushing, more than likely you're going to win the game. It's so funny seeing their passing statistics. You know, I think it was 11, 11 yards passing. And like you said, they don't need to throw the ball. No, they don't throw it very much at all. They've got they they can really um, you know, and you you got to credit their offensive line. That's a seasoned group. This whole team is senior laden. I mean, this is their year. Oh, yeah. They hope. Uh, oh yeah. And we'll talk about it in a, in a minute. But they've got a tough one on Friday. Yeah, and you know we talk about Eli Wilson and, and Garen and and those guys that carry the ball but like you said some of these offensive linemen I know uh, Jesse Perry is committed to Tennessee next year he's on he's on the uh, O-line and they just got you know some guys that can really really push the weight and and open up holes for them yeah I mean it's been that way all year and you know Eli Wilson you know as I said he's a Mr. Football semifinalist for a reason. Yeah, he he's got a good chance <laughs> going into that one. But anyway, that's your MTCS segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Oakland traveled to Mount Juliet and posted another great defensive effort, winning 24 to two. This Oakland segment is brought to you by the Yard Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Jacob Taylor got on the board first with a field goal. He was also three for three on PATs. And Mr. Football finalist Dwan Morris had the other three scores on rushing touchdowns. 
He also accounted for nearly 200 total yards on 15 carries and 7 receptions. Mount Juliet was able to get away with a safety in the fourth, but the defense posted a shutout otherwise with two first-half fumble recoveries, three fourth-down stops, and the only first downs of the game coming off of penalties. Surprised this one was so low scoring, but it really didn't have to score much more than this. No, and Mount Juliet, you know, as I said going in, Coach Perry does a really good job there, and um, I knew he would have a good plan. You know, they were a little behind the eight ball. Their starting tailback was out. Um, the guy that backed him up got hurt. There was a, you know, a deal there where he had to leave in the ambulance. So what I've heard, he's fine. Um, but, um, yeah, you know, Oakland just went about its business. Uh, they can they can play a low-scoring game. They can play a high-scoring game. Um, the, the penalty thing, I would think, is a bit – bit of a concern I mean it's fixable as coach Creasy said but you know I think you know we're going to talk more about the Oakland Riverdale game you uh, you got to keep your cool and the further along it goes any little thing gets magnified because you're playing a much better opponent each you know week to week definitely yeah I just think it's crazy <laughs> Mount Julia wouldn't have gotten any first downs technically if Oakland just you know, kept the kept the penalties away. Yeah, they totally shut them out. <laughs> and yeah, the two points you, you you don't say oh they scored two on the defense they scored two on no, the offense. You know. Snapped it out of <laughs> over the punter's head and he kicked it out of bounds. Yeah, <laughs> or out of the end zone. You got you got you got to hate the, those kinds of plays. I mean, you sit back. I drive coaches nuts. <laughs> they hate. They hate gas in special teams. Oh, man. That's <clears throat> you know, it's a lonely life being a uh, long snapper. You don't ever you don't ever know they're there unless you see one sail over somebody's head. Well, <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah, I, I hope, you know, for Oakland's sake, they can they can keep the penalty flags in, in the ref's pocket and and play just a, a good, clean game. And I, I'm sure we're going to see, see a good one next week. No doubt. That's your Oakland segment brought to you by the Art Sale Store, where all items are up to 90% off. Riverdale hosted Cookville in probably the closest game of the night in our coverage area. The Warriors still doubled their opponents, winning 42-21. This Riverdale segment is brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, your neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. Riverdale fumbled their opening drive, which eventually led to a Cookville touchdown in the first quarter. Riverdale answered quickly with an 80-yard touchdown pass from Braden Graham. They then posted a three and out, got the ball back, and converted two fourth downs to get another score with a Dominic Taylor rushing touchdown. Cookville was able to tie it up on their next possession, but Riverdale answered quickly when Graham hit Isaiah Verser for a 48-yard touchdown before the half, making it 21-14. The third quarter was scoreless as Riverdale missed a field goal after a big sack seemingly put them outside of field goal range. They started the fourth with a bang as Graham found Brock Montgomery for a score. On the next possession, Cookville turned it over on downs, leaving Riverdale with a very short field, which led to Verser's second touchdown of the day, this time on the ground. Cookville was able to answer, making it 35-21, and Riverdale gave up the ball at midfield on their next drive, but a pick six by Jalen Thompson ended the game there, 42-21. Shout out to Khalil Armand with a 6-for-6 six six performance on PATs. Uh, Braden Graham was 22-29 of 29 for 292 yards and three touchdowns. Dominic Taylor had 13 carries for 55 yards and a touchdown. 
Isaiah Versa had, had three catches for 55 yards and two total touchdowns. Brock Montgomery led receivers with seven catches for 119 yards and two touchdowns. A lot of stats. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, <clears throat> this is the first time in a while. I mean, you're going to look and see 42 to 21. You, you'll say that was an easy game. Well, it wasn't. You know, as you said, the uh, uh, could have easily been tied at um, halftime, but Riverdale hit the long pass to go up by a score. And then, you know, if you're Cookville and you're going into the fourth quarter and you're only down 21 to 14, you, you feel good. You feel like you got a shot. But, you know, it was the first time in a while that Riverdale's had a little pushback from an opponent. Uh, but to their credit, you know, they obviously won the fourth quarter convincingly and move uh, to to new ground for them. Absolutely. Moving to the quarterfinals. Absolutely. Yeah, it, it almost seemed like it, it was just a little slow moving to get things going, but when they started get, getting going there in the fourth, it was pretty much game over. So. Yeah. And that's your Riverdale segment brought to you by Moxie Pest Control, neighborly pest service serving all of Middle Tennessee. That concludes our recaps from last Friday's games, but stick with us as we announce this week's Rutherford County Player of the Week, take a look at pl uh, playoff scenarios, and hear from Matt Sawyer right after this word from our sponsor. I'm Dr. Webb. I'm the owner and operator of Webb Aesthetic Plastic Surgery here in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. I meet with patients who are ready to schedule surgery. We talk about their pre-op appointments, what to expect before surgery, what to expect during and after surgery. We graduated medical school and nursing school the same day, and I had things that I believed in and stood by that I wasn't willing to compromise on. So when he came home, we had to discuss that we were on the same page with how we treated patients and staff. We want them to feel like they're part of our family. If you're looking for a great deal, look no further than the Yard Sale Store. Our locally owned and award-winning stores stocked with daily arrivals of new items at unbeatable prices. From housewares to sporting goods, flooring to furniture, we have everything you need. With our huge selection and discounts up to 90% off retail, you're sure to find exactly what you're looking for. Visit us today at one of our three convenient locations or check out our website, yardsalestore.com, to see our latest arrivals. When it comes to building or remodeling, you need a builder you can trust. Look no further than Garbison Construction. Voted one of Rutherford County's best builders, we deliver quality every time, from start to finish. As a locally owned company with decades of experience, we're proud to serve Rutherford and surrounding counties. Let us help make your dream a reality. Visit GarbisonConstruction.com to learn more. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee, um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out who's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. Welcome back to the Rutherford County High School Football Show as we continue to cover some of the best football played in the state right here in Rutherford County. We at Main Street Media believe the players deserve recognition for all of their hard work seen on display every Friday night. 
This week's Rutherford County Player of the Week is brought to you by Garbison Construction. He provides quality construction services for additions, remodels, and new construction on commercial and residential projects in Rutherford County. And in order to finance that house, give Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage a call for when you're buying, building, or refinancing your home. Monty, who is this week's Rutherford County Player of the Week? Well, 28 rushing attempts for 247 yards and six touchdowns. That will get it done. That's Eli Wilson with Middle Tennessee Christian. Had that game in their Division 2A playoff win over FACS and also a shout-out to that offensive line for paving the way. Absolutely. And you talked about that final score. You had that in the paper, 56-28. to 28. Yeah, I don't know how I came up with that. It's kind of obscure, but I did nail that one on there. Yeah. I mean, we thought offensively, right, big offensive game, big score. Um, yeah, both of them the week before, you know, had – put up lofty numbers so um, uh, it's tougher every week though <laughs> absolutely and let's let's look at uh, that that uh, playoff bracket for a second division two single a MTCS will be taking on fellow number one seed Columbia Academy in the semifinals on the other side of the bracket friendship Christian will be playing Trinity Christian the winners will both get a buy for Thanksgiving and then meet in the championship at the Blue Cross Bowl in Chattanooga yeah, they um, they were they get there a week earlier before everybody else will. Just the way their brackets work and that Class A um, uh, deal. So um, you know, if you if you win this week, you're playing for a state championship, and um, that's all the incentive you need. You know, and it could be um, friendship and MTCS, and they're in the same region. Um, then it could be the exact opposite or or who knows? Um, but I know uh, that would be uh, that would be a good that would be a fun game to watch uh, between MTCS and Friendship, and everybody thinks both about them. They're how great they are offensively. It was a 16 to 14 win by MTCS this year, so uh, it was a defensive battle when they when they met. Oh, but when they beat Friendship, then. yeah, but. They got to take care of a good, really good Columbia Academy team first. Yeah, three overtimes. I remember talking about that game early on and week one. Yeah, yeah, that that was that was crazy, right? That's when you're that's when you're talking about blood pressure medicine. Yeah, we come a long way, <laughs> and what a, it seems like a short time. Uh, yeah, that absolutely. being the first game of the year we've, since we've been doing this show. Yeah, and. It's kind of crazy too. We we talk about you know the the public school divisions and these guys at MTCS they'll win two games and they're in the in the championship. They had a bye week one and then yeah. technically be getting a bye for Thanksgiving, um, and then yeah, two games two games in and then if they win that they'll be three total in the playoffs. You get rewarded for a good regular season. Absolutely. In the um, Division two ranks, whereas you know in the D1 ranks, I mean, you're right into the playoffs, you know, and you, you've seen some number one seeds go down. So, and Personally, I think they need to reschedule or or at least uh, change where the game's being played. These are all Middle Tennessee teams in the Final Four here. So now they're, now they're all going to go drive down to Chattanooga. It's not doesn't feel like it's a very central location when they're all coming well, from Middle Tennessee. <laughs> you know, um, MTSU bid on them and had them for a while, but it really, 
MTS, M, Murfreesboro likes to, they like spring fling. That's what they hang their hat on. It brings over $3.5 million into the local economy. Mm-hmm. And they also have the basketball. The football is not as profitable. Um, Tennessee Tech did a really good job with it for a few years. and But then Chattanooga made the bid. So it's all about who, what city <coughs> um, bids the most money. So yeah, um, my guess is those teams that are playing don't care where it's at, though. <laughs> As long as they're in it. <laughs> we'll make that. I mean, Imagine if you're in Memphis. Yeah, that's, that's true. A team from Memphis makes it. Germantown. Driving driving all the way to Chattanooga. So. Yeah. I guess, you know, Chattanooga is not, not too far from our folks at MTCS. Wow. About an hour or so. So we'll, we'll make it there just fine. Moving on to Division One 6A. Riverdale and Oakland will meet for the Battle of the Borough Part 2 in the quarterfinals. The winner will get the winner of the East between Bearden and Bradley Central. On the other side of the bracket, we have the Battle of the Woods, where Ravenwood takes on Brentwood, and the winner will get the winner of Houston and Germantown out of the West. Merrillville usually poses some trouble deep in the playoffs, but they seem to be having an off year. Looks like one of our Rutherford County teams might get a break next week, not having to play them. Uh, But then Germantown is looming, who we've already seen this year giving Riverdale some trouble early in the season. Oh, whoever wins between Riverdale and Oakland will not be getting a break at all. I have some friends that live in the Bradley area. Mm-hmm. They have got some dogs, as they say. Um, got a tremendous quarterback. Uh, they've got a kid named Boo Mitchell that came, I want to say, from Chattanooga. Christian, who can, I mean, he's a track, he's a track star. He's a football star. They've got big linemen. So whoever gets them, if they beat Bearden, which I'm going to say they are, um, they'll have their hands full whether Maribel's are there or not. And, you know, Maribel's unique story, four-loss team this year. We're not used to custom to seeing that. Um, for the first time in 27 years, they had to go on the road in the playoffs. <clears throat> also, early in the year, they lost their starting quarterback and – stud running back too so you know regardless of how you know i like it coaches you know talk and preach that next man up well that next man is a next man for a reason because somebody's in front of him is better you know and there's certain players regardless of who you are you can't replace yeah sometimes you build the whole scheme of the year and and you got that rhythm going in and then yeah something happens and Next so, guy up can't do it. You know, nobody's feeling sorry for Maribel either, though. Yeah. <laughs> you said 27 years. 27 so. years they had not traveled in a first-round playoff game. Yeah. So, um, but wasn't their year. They've done their inventory already, as they say. And uh, Bradley Central's looking very strong. And something interesting I noticed about uh, this year in, in 6A, we have eight regions total. But only four regions are, are left, and it's all the one and two seeds out of those four regions. Yeah. It, it played, I mean, the way it played itself out in the regular season has played itself out in the playoffs. Yeah. Mo- most of these teams are either undefeated or, or close to. I know Germantown's undefeated. I'm pretty sure Bradley hasn't lost they a game are. yet. Yeah. Uh, Bearden, I think, has lost one, and it was two Bradley Central. You know, 
Oakland Oakland lost two technically, one to Riverdale. Riverdale lost I think two and then one of those is to Germantown. Yeah. So it is definitely the best of the best shaping up in this in this quarterfinals. It will be very interesting to see how it's gonna it be a fun out. it's gonna be a fun couple weeks. Absolutely. What separates us from other companies in Tennessee? Um, that's going to be our, our mission to our customers, is to always improve the quality of life. Um, that's from taking care of your pest to a friendly voice on the phone when you call, to a technician that comes out he's competent, he's going to solve the problem for you. We're considered a full encompassing service, so we're going to take care of 50 plus different pests, and we'll always have your back. I'm blessed. Blessed through the blood of Christ, with a beautiful wife and family, to have served in the United States Navy, now serving the great town of Smyrna, and blessed that all of our boys went to Stewart's Creek. I'm Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage with over 20 years experience in mortgage lending. If you're buying your first house or your fifth, refinancing or building your dream home, please call or email me or come see me at the South Lowry Branch. It would bless me to assist in financing your dreams. Why the Hawaiian shirt? Closing on your home is a celebration, not a business meeting. Go Hawks! He shoots and he scores! We offer services for both men and women, breast, body, and face for both. People come to plastic surgery offices because they want to improve something that they feel is a flaw in themselves. About 10 years ago, our men's procedures were probably about 10% of what we did. Nowadays, it's more like 30 or 40%. Eyelid lifts, liposuction, and we even do hair transplants here. We are part of the community, and we want to be able to walk around and see faces in the community that we've made happy. Welcome back to Toots Restaurant on Broad Street on the Rutherford County High School Football Show. We're moving on into the third round of the playoffs as we get into the quarterfinals for public schools and the semifinals for private schools. We only have two games to pick this week and we'll only have one next week. First we have MTCS traveling to Columbia Academy. I'm not exactly sure why MTCS is going on the road here. I know you're aware of it uh, because they only have one loss and it is a non-region loss. But Columbia Academy has two losses, one of which came from MTCS in a three-overtime, 33-31 final in the first week of the season. Monty, what can we expect from Columbia Academy in this Division II 1A semifinal? Um, very good offense. They score at a high level like MTCS. And the reason MTCS, to try to make it as simple as I can, is traveling. Every other year when you get to this point in the bracket, in odd years, any team in Rutherford County, they travel in the semifinals. Now, next year, if we were in this same scenario, Columbia Academy would be coming here. So that that's why the game is there. When it's a one versus a one? One, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, you know, Christian School did get them the first time this year, but those teams are so much different now. Um, Columbia Academy's much better. MTCS is better. 
um, you have so many mistakes in a first game, you know. And that's why coaches always say the most improvement you make is from your first game to your second. You get all the unknowns out of the way. Is everybody lined up right? Is the special teams unit ready to go onto the field when they're supposed to? You just, you're trying to iron out all those little things. Well, you know, it's second hand now to them. So, I mean, you're getting the best versions of these teams. Um, and they're both very good offensively, and uh, they're both very good defensively. They took care of their business in the um, regular season, and um, here they are head-to-head in the playoffs. I expect another great game. Absolutely. I know, um, you know, like we've talked about, MTCS beat them by, what, two points? Yeah, 33-31. Yeah, third overtime. Are you expecting a uh, similar outcome? I'm going to take the Cougars 35-34. to 34. Okay. By, by a point, right? Yeah. <laughs> similar game to last time. Wouldn't surprise me if this goes either way, though. Yeah. And you you got to credit the coaching staff and whoever's, <clears throat> you know, finding their out-of-region games for scheduling a, a big one. You know, two teams yeah. that are going to go deep. Yeah, that had no – it had no bearing on their regular season. Or their region. I mean, you want to play the best you can. Absolutely. Yeah, that was probably a good test going into the season. You know, yeah. That, I think that that set set the tone um, for some of their success this year. And it was also smart because this matchup, this rematch, did materialize, and um, you know, Middle Tennessee Christian has proved proven they can go there and win. But more importantly, they were familiar with where they're going. You know, it's not. There's nothing. There's no newness. Oh, we have never played there, you know, and that's just something the coaches don't have to worry about either. And it's probably what about a 40-minute drive down there. I mean, it's not not terrible. Oh my, not, not bad at all. We'll probably get get out early, get get eat a big lunch, you know, about about noon time, and then start hitting the bus, right? <laughs> I'm not sure they're itinerary, but. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know. If they eat at noon, some of them boys, they're going to be hungry again by the time <laughs> 7 o'clock rolls around. Yeah. Might be like a 4 p.m. meal or something, <laughs> you know. But. Uh, that, that's just their, their school lunch, and then we'll, yeah. we'll, get, we'll get their pregame meal later on. That's right. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, we're, we're, we'll be pulling for the Warriors, or for the Cougars, sorry, here in, uh, here in Murfreesboro. Uh, but our next matchup needs no introduction. The Battle of the Borough Part 2. This time will be played at Riverdale. We have the Oakland Patriots taking on the Riverdale Warriors. Monty, you have been patiently waiting to talk about this one, and I want to hear what your prediction I'm is. I'm very, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I change, I change my mind every hour. I don't know what's going to happen. Um, I do know this. Because the winner of this goes to the semifinals, it will mean that Rutherford County will have had a team in the state semifinals 29 of the last 30 years, which is pretty incredible. That's great. And it's not just been Oakland and Riverdale. It's been um, Smyrna, Blackman, Siegel. Um, more times than not, you know, Oakland and Riverdale have been there the most, but uh, that's how good the football been here. And the thing is, both these teams want to be practicing on Turkey Day next week. <laughs> that means you had a heck of a, a season 
you practice it on Thanksgiving. As far as the game, <clears throat> there's a lot of ways to sign, size this up. Like I said, it's, a, it's an emotional game. The crowd is going to be nuts. The atmosphere is going to be like nothing we've seen here in a long time. And it's like Coach Creasy said, the town's been wanting this. They've been wanting an Oakland-Riverdale game that means something. Well, this 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 is it. Uh, for the first time in a long, long time, it really means something. Um, it's it's moving on to the semifinals or turning your your gear in. You know, as coach both coaches said, everything's on the line in this game. So you take that the build up. In the advent of social media now, coaches can't reel them in. You know, social media is what it is. These kids know each other. They get on there and talk smack. I mean, it's 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 build it's building within the players. So when you hit that field, you're you're like a maniac out there. And um, I think he who keeps his cool the best. I think that's a very big factor. It may be the ultimate deciding factor. And then after that, but that emotion only runs so far. After that, you got to go out and play football. It was a tale of two halves last time. Oakland led 17 to nothing at halftime. Uh, Riverdale won 25-24, scored late, went for two. But the biggest key to me in that game was coming out of halftime Oakland, uh, Riverdale went 80 yards and got back into the game. We know the level that Riverdale's playing at right now. All right, there's nobody playing any better. Um, I mean, just with their offense alone. And, you know, rematches, we've had them before. Um, of course, Matt talked with us about the one he played in. Um, like I said, I'll change my mind after I make this pick today. I'll say I shouldn't have done that. <laughs> but I'm going 28-27 Oakland. Oh, oh but but I'm not I'm not saying that's my story and I'm sticking to it because I may not stick to it. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it's going to be that great of a game. I really do. So this time we'll go for two and and the, you know won't tip off of two guys and then have a diving catch. Yeah, you, ne you never know. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'd have to agree with you. I think it's going to be a, a very, very close game. I, I don't know who's going to win. I don't even want to make the pick. I didn't want to make the pick. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's going to come down to, you know, we've got we've got some guys on the Oakland side of the ball. Is Dwan Morris, is he going to get 300 yards on Friday? Is he going to get four or five touchdowns? Or, you know, is Braden Graham going to throw six touchdowns? You could say yes and yes to both questions. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's going to come down to turnovers, too. Yeah, and penalties, right? And penalties, yeah. Yeah. Turnovers and special teams. Yeah. We both know they got their, their talent on both sides of the ball. That's why uh, you've got to protect the football because it can be very uh, damaging to your chances. And I'll say there there is a slight advantage to playing at home. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. But there's also something to be said about losing the first game and coming back and trying to win the second one. Winning two games against the same opponent is, is very tough. 
Most of the time, yeah. Uh, certainly, in this case, you know, you know, they're going. This thing will get built. It's getting built up to be the, you know, the game of the century, whatever you want to call it. But uh, and sometimes those disappoint. So you never know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see. It's probably going to be a record attendance. Um, we talk about uh, there's going to be scalpers, scalpers out there sell, selling tickets for those that don't get in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know they used to. You know they used to play at MTSU, and um, before MTSU redid its stadium, it held probably thirteen to fifteen thousand. It was, it was close to packed or packed every year they played. Well, now these stadiums probably hold what fifty five hundred, six. So you got people standing outside the gate. I mean, it's 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 going to be a crazy atmosphere. Setting up their folding chairs on the track. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, and you know we we talk about how we cover 11 teams here in Rutherford County, and I know that, that talks about all of Rutherford County, but there used to just be two teams in Murfreesboro. Yeah, um, these were them. So this is a this when is I started in this business, there were three teams in Rutherford County. It was Oakland, Riverdale, and Smyrna. Lamarn yeah. wasn't even open yet. Yeah, and then you know once all these other schools open, uh, they got their own football field and this so Riverdale and Oakland you know they followed suit and built theirs for them too because you know they want a gate you know but boy it'd be nice to have it in MTSU oh yeah they'd actually fit all the people that want to see the game yeah <laughs> so get there early yeah get there early well thanks for hanging out with us on the Rutherford County High School Football Show we'll be back next week as at least one of our teams has to advance here Join us next Tuesday at 10 a.m. as we recap these games and take a look at the 6A semifinals. Take care. You've been watching the Rutherford County High School Football Show with Murfreesboro Post Sports Editor Monty Hale and Nick Goulds. Read this week's Murfreesboro Post for all the latest news about Rutherford County High School sports. The Rutherford County High School Football Show has been brought to you by Web Aesthetic Plastic Surgery and Med Spa, Moxie Pest Control, The Yard Sale Store, Michael Wilson with First Bank Mortgage, Garbison Construction, and the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Join us each week at this time on Main Street Media TV to get the latest on Rutherford County football.